0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio podcast, information for and about veterans. On today's podcast, host Bill Hodges has a discussion with Rashimi A. Matrice, Senior Management Advisor in the Office of Field Operations. 60,000 claims are under mandatory review due to a court order and the passing of the Blue Water Navy Bill by Congress. Rashimi talks with Bill about the way that the review will be handled and how those who have not filed, or even spouse and family, can file claims for Agent Orange exposure on naval ships. For some, it can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars in back pay on claims previously denied that might now be approved. Bill tells you often on this show not to count yourself out. If you think you might have benefits coming to you, file for them. Even if your claim is denied, as was the case with these 60,000 claims, circumstances change and claims can be reactivated. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, this is Bill Hodges, and you're on Veterans Corner Radio. And we have a great guest this morning. But before we do that, I want you to be sure to have a paper and pencil available if at all possible, because there may be things you're going to want to write down. So with that, I'd like you to meet my guest, Rashimi Matarisi, who is the Senior Management Advisor to the VA Office of Field Operations. And that's a large title for such a lovely lady.
2: Glad to be here, Bill.
1: You know, it's exciting. We're going to be talking about the Blue Water Bill today. and A lot of people, when I mention that to them, they just have a blank face But there's a lot of our vets out there who served in Vietnam or in in the Vietnam area who did not find themselves covered because they were on ships offshore. So could you give us a little background of what the Blue Water Bill actually encompasses?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So veterans who served as far as 12 nautical miles from the shore of Vietnam or who served in the Korean demilitarized zone are presumed to have been exposed to herbicide exposure, such as Agent Orange, and may be entitled to service connection. For any of the 14 conditions related to herbicide exposure and so this bill effectively provides those provisions allowing VA to provide veterans with benefits if they have been exposed to herbicides and have one of those relevant conditions.
1: So how does one find out if their ship was within 12 miles of shore?
2: So, you know, I'm not able to speak to that specifically today, Bill. What I'm really here to talk about is the review that VA is undertaking on the previously denied claims where veterans or survivors may qualify for retroactive benefits based on the BWN Act.
1: Okay, well, I'll find that answer somewhere else. But it is important that people don't count themselves out, right?
2: Absolutely.
1: That they should go ahead and file or have filed. So... Let's talk about the filing process. Those who might have filed in the past got turned down because it wasn't eligible. What is the filing process?
2: Yes, sir. So veterans or survivors who believe that they're entitled to additional benefits may be previously denied are absolutely encouraged to file a claim under the Blue Water Navy Veterans Act. Um, As always, you can find more information about benefits at va.gov or call us at 1-800-827-1000 to uh, file that claim and get that claim started. And so absolutely want to encourage uh, veterans to come out and get those benefits that they are entitled to.
1: What kind of benefits might be available to them? What, what are the conditions
2: So there are 14 conditions related to herbicide exposure, and you can find those on our website, but they include things like ischemic heart disease, particular uh, cancers, and if those are conditions that a veteran identified after potential exposure in Vietnam, they would be eligible for disability compensation.
1: But they must file for it, and they file through DAV or through the VA?
2: They can absolutely file through uh, a a particular um, veteran service organization, great partnerships with those folks. But, you know, what we're talking about today is actually a review that VA is undertaking to automatically re-adjudicate a number of those claims uh, where the veteran or survivor might qualify for retroactive benefits. And this is part of VA's implementation of a recent order from the US District Court of Northern District California that requires VA to re claims as it applies under NEMR, versus U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. And what that means is VA is going to automatically re-adjudicate those claims where a veteran might have been previously denied, and that requires no additional effort from the veteran or the survivor to come back to VA and say, hey, I think this is a claim that might need to be filed. So really excited to make sure that those benefits are uh, provided to those veterans uh, under the Blue Water Navy Act and ensure that they receive the benefits they are entitled to.
1: So if they've already filed at this time, they don't have to do anything. They just wait. Or is there a way they can find out if their claim is one of those that's being reviewed?
2: So absolutely, uh, there's about sixty thousand veterans that are part. Readjudication process, VA has already provided a uh, notification starting in April for many of these veterans who are identified to be part of this review. So those veterans and survivors would have received a letter uh, indicating that they're undergoing or part of this review, regardless of whether they're receiving benefits from VA right now. And so it's an opportunity uh, for them to provide additional information if they have it. Otherwise, VA will simply review the evidence of record and provide an updated decision based on the recent law and any additional information that we are provided. So no additional action is needed by the veteran or survivor in the case of receiving that letter.
1: You know, I hadn't thought of that, that there are a lot of people who are excluded from the VA because they make too much money or some other Particular thing; those people maybe have given up on the VA for all practical purposes, and this is a way that they may end up going back into the VA.
2: We certainly hope so, Bill. You know, uh, because these are retroactive benefits under the Nemer provision; these are veterans who, again, may have been previously denied and perhaps served in that twelve nautical mile region that's uh, part of the bill, and it's an opportunity for this cohort of veterans to receive those uh, benefits under previously denied claims, uh, and may qualify for those retroactive benefits.
1: And this may be a question that is too early. All of this is new. All of the, the bill just passed recently, all of the administration is being set up for it. So it's, and it's a monster, as you point out, 60,000 claims already laying in there, not considering the ones that are gonna be added to it. If I happen to have filed 10 years ago, was turned down for it. And you review my claim now and said, oh, wait a minute, within 12 miles, within the particular diseases, it appears this is correct. Will there be remuneration going back as they do on most claims?
2: Absolutely. So based on this review, wow. um, they'll go back. The original effective date back to when uh, the veteran initially filed and what the effective date should have been under the presumptive conditions as they were added by the secretary of the VA. So again, those retroactive benefits will become part of that compensation that's provided back to the veterans or their families.
1: This could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars to some people.
2: Absolutely, Bill.
1: Wow. And for families, especially those that have been struggling with this particular thing, That could just be a total godsend.
2: Yes, sir. And so again, those retroactive benefits, VA is automatically re-adjudicating those claims that are previously denied. And so regardless of the current disability rating, you know, the veteran could be receiving benefits right now, uh, but we will be going back and re-adjudicating to see perhaps there was an earlier effective date that should have been applied to that claim based on uh, where that veteran served, uh, you know, in the inland waterways or in the 12 nautical miles. So again, uh, an opportunity for that review to be completed and potentially for some retroactive benefits for those uh, beneficiaries.
1: Ms. Batterisi, this is a really big thing. This could be dynamite for a lot of people, especially those that are already in the system receiving some sort of remuneration and at some percentage of disability, that might shove them over into 100%. And the benefits there are tremendous.
2: Yes, sir, absolutely. And again, those 14 conditions is what we're talking about here uh, related to herbicide exposure, and ensuring that if, uh, if one of those conditions was applied, that we have that opportunity to provide that retroactive benefit to those veterans who are deserving uh, under this service.
1: Where does one go to see what those conditions are again, if you do it slowly so my folks can write it down? I told them to get a paper and pencil.
2: Yes, sir. And so uh, all those conditions actually are listed uh, on VA.gov. And I'm actually uh, pulling it up right now for you, if we can just take a pause and list those out for you so your listeners can know uh, where specifically that is and if, if that's something that applies to them. Uh, they can absolutely uh, kind of understand where, where those conditions are and and, um, and be aware of what's going on there. So again, on, uh, on VA.gov, uh, a great website kind of listing the Agent Orange exposure and VA disability compensation. And one of those illnesses caused by Agent Orange exposure, you know, there's a whole list of, of you know, chronic B-cell leukemia, Hodgkin's disease, multiple melanoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, prostate cancer, respiratory cancers to include lung cancer, uh, some small tissue sarcomas, a number of conditions: ischemic heart disease, diabetes, mellitus, Parkinson's disease, peripheral neuropathy. Again, all of these listed on, on VA.gov to provide you that information. And if a veteran or uh, a veteran survivor recognizes one of these conditions, absolutely um, will be re-adjudicated under this current review where VA is providing that automatic re-adjudication under this court order and uh, ensuring that veterans receive the benefits that they are entitled to.
1: You know, I think it's really interesting that there are so many benefits out there that people just don't know. And yes, VA.gov is great. I comb it back and forth, back and forth. But a lot of people maybe don't have the education to go through it the way and having someone on like yourself who can point them to specific things makes a big difference.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, really happy to be on the show today, Bill, to give that opportunity to folks uh, to hear this kind of firsthand and uh, and know, again, if, if they have a illness related to one of these presumptive conditions, uh, that they receive those benefits or, or at least know where to go next uh, for that. So again, here today to talk about the the automatic review of those veterans who may have filed 10 years ago, 15 years ago for one of these conditions and were denied because at that time, uh, we didn't have the Blue Water Navy Act, which said uh, veterans who served as far as 12 nautical miles off the shore of Vietnam uh, were part of that uh, that re-adjudication. So now those veterans were going back and looking to say, and it's not limited to just Navy veterans, right? It's anyone who might have served in the 12 nautical miles. You could be an Army vet, I mean, Air Force vet, you were on a particular ship and uh, it really applies to any service member who uh, served in those 12 nautical miles and potentially was exposed to Agent Orange and has one of these conditions. And certainly when Congress passed this bill, they wanted to make sure that these veterans received uh, these benefits and were going through, VA is going through to, to provide those benefits uh, accordingly under this automatic re
1: So let me move just a little bit forward on this. All those claims that are in there are being re-adjudicated, but if I'm the son of a vet who died or the wife of a vet who died, and I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, my dad had Parkinson's and he passed away as a result of it, or kidney failure, or he had a problem with the prostate and he died as a result of it. As a son, let's say, let's go, I'm, I'm pretty sure the wife can go ahead and file but as the son or, or some family member, can I file?
2: So under this re-adjudication, we have actually provided notification to both veterans and survivors. Uh, Wherever the veteran may have already been deceased, if we have a survivor on record, that notification letter went out to someone we have. We also do a lot of research to say, okay, this is a veteran's file that we need to review. And if that veteran happens to be deceased, uh, we do a whole lot of research to try and figure out, is there a surviving member that we can provide this notification to? And so that's an opportunity, again, for us to connect with veterans' families to see if there is a retroactive benefit that's afforded to that son of a veteran who realizes, hey, my dad had Parkinson's, absolutely providing uh, that notification and ensuring that we reach out to those veterans' families. So really, again, because this is an automatic re-adjudication, once you receive that letter, know that we're reviewing the case. And if there's any additional evidence you can provide us, all that's kind of detailed in the notification letter of anything that we might be looking for to to best re-adjudicate. And those family members can certainly provide that information to VA.
1: Yeah, I think that one of the things I would suggest if I were talking to someone is talk to your VSO close, veteran service officer, I guess I shouldn't do that because I assume the VA is keeping them up to speed on all of this information.
2: Absolutely, you know, we've been in touch with our, our VSO partners, they're a key member in in making sure that we get the word out. And absolutely ensure that if you talk to your, your VSO or your veteran service organization, if you're already connected with one, to get that additional information, ask those questions. And of course, you can always come to VA, uh, again, va.gov. But if you want to just call us, 1-800-827-1000. Slowly. And
1: we'll there. <laughs> one more time. Yes, sir, Bill.
2: 1-800-827-1000.
1: I- I'm really excited to have you on the show. Rashimi Manarisi is- It's exciting to have you on the show. You're a senior manager and advisor with the VA Office of Field Operations. Lots of information. But is there anything I haven't asked that you would like to be sure to get out to my listeners before we close out the broadcast?
2: Appreciate the opportunity to chat with you, Bill. You know, As a reminder, there's no changes in benefits afforded to veterans and their survivors under the Blue Water Navy Vietnam Veterans Act in 2019 you know VA is undertaking a review of previously denied claims where veterans or survivors may qualify for retroactive benefits and these veterans and survivors will be automatically re adjudicated these veterans and survivors will receive an automatic notification if they're part of the review and do not need to take any additional action to be considered under the review but certainly if veterans or survivors believe that they are entitled to additional benefits they are encouraged to file a claim As always, they can reach out to us uh, to learn more about benefits at either va.gov or call us at 1-800-827-1000.
1: I thank you so much for being on the program today. It's been very enlightening for me and I'm sure for my listeners. I appreciate your being here. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you being here. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Thank you for being with us on Veterans Corner Radio today. We'll talk to you very soon again on the next broadcast.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.